Welcome to the Junk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we can't bear to be without beer. <laughs> oh I'm, I'm Nate. Mike. I'm Jimmy. <laughs> and we're the Drunk Guys. Obviously. And, oh, we are. And we have come three years to do this. This is this is this could be our last episode if we do it right. <laughs> um, this, we're never going to top it. <laughs> and this week we are reading Bear, a novel by Marion Engel. And starting with this beer from definitely not going to be our sponsors now, (laughs) 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 called Deep Blue Ripples. It is a triple IPA. That's a lot of IPA. It is brewed with Waimea, Mosaic, 007, and Azaka, and it is 10% alcohol. This is fantastic. Yeah, this is is where Finbeck really, really fucking shines. This is really good. Yeah, so really nice. this is the first of our series of three gift books to one another of terrible books that we made the others read. This is the only one that's an actual book noticed <laughs> by people. Yeah, there's definitely. a blurb by Margaret Atwood on the back. This is yeah. I we'll get to the end where the reception the the reception of this book, but uh, this is a well known actual, but not like just some weird shit someone made on the internet for fun. This is a real book, like the other ones we're gonna read. Oh yeah, this is. A book about a bear and a lady. And it starts off with a mousy librarian named Lou. And she's been sent to an island in Ontario. Northern Ontario. Northern Ontario. Different vibe, baby. (laughs) And she's to document all of the books and ownings of Colonel Jocelyn something. Carrie? Carrie. Carrie, yeah. So it's uh, she, she's basically the estate has was left in the will to an institute to a to a charitable like sort of foundation and the she's there institute. to catalog and she there. is a she's a timid lady, but she just like she finds herself on this island, and so she starts off meeting the guy who brings her on the boat Homer up Homer. the river to the island. And there's some blue ripples in that water, baby. And we're gonna see some more blue ripples later on. So this one is uh, a bit of a theme. And there also wasn't bear fucker ale available, unfortunately. It's out oh, of don't, season. We don't, looked. Don't we give looked. away the plot. Well, actually, well, we'll get to it. So, wait, but first, uh, if you like this episode, make sure oh, yeah. you, you like what we do. Uh, we now have a Patreon. So support us on Patreon. Bye bye, us a beer. So, uh, Lou gets to the island and it's this like, weird octagon shaped house. Because, you know, why not? They were into Ultimate Fighting Championship. Yeah. <laughs> it's everyone in uh, Canada's favorite shape. Uh, eight sides? Yeah. Eight? Eh? Eight? <laughs> a boot eight? Yeah, a boot eight. A, a boot eight sides? Yeah, yeah, sure. You betcha. So he drops her at the house and he's like, here's all this house. You got all this shit here. You know about the bear, right? And she's like, <laughs> "There's a end game. of chapter. There's yeah. a gay man here? <laughs> 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 no way. This is like this takes place in like the sixties, I want to say. Um well, it was written in the eighties. Maybe seventies, but, yeah, it, but it, it wasn't like ancient times in this. She book. brings a typewriter. Not a quill and ink. So Right. So she gets there and she's like, Oh yeah, there's a bear. There's always been a bear. Which she, doesn't make any sense. It's not, not an immortal bear. Nope. It's never explained either. And she's like, Well, Lord Byron had a bear, and everyone's like, Of course. Sick reference, bro. <laughs> There's a lot of sick references in this book, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mostly to bears, but then, uh, yeah. But the guy Homer's like, "You're gonna want to. Uh, you're gonna be here for a few months. 
you're pretty remote. You're going to want to learn how to grow turnips and shit and occasionally come into town to pick up mail and maybe, you know, whiskey to while away the cold Canadian nights. In the summer. <laughs> yeah, right. Because they're, st- the they're still cold. And so that's And also there. sometimes she brings beer. Oh, that's true. Wait, is the title beer? Oh, no, it is beer. Okay. So <laughs> she gets uh, mandatory training. Right on island life, she gets mandatory training on how to get by living by herself. She's effectively living on her own in this mansion, just writing everything down that they have there. And she's terrible at this job. This is called mandatory training. It's from Captain Lawrence. It is a NEPA featuring Rymalt, Simcoe, and Bravo hops. It's a limited release. That's seven and a half percent alcohol. I don't think I know about Bravo hops. Couldn't tell you much about those right now. No idea. It means it did a really good job. <laughs> like, do it again. They want an encore. That's what they only use them the second time through. This is strange. It could be the rye. Tastes kind of like pine. Okay. Or rye. Say it tastes yeah. like soap. Actually, that's what I'm getting. It, you know, rye bread kind of has that fucking weird. I, I I've never called it soap before, but I would say I understand what you mean. I mean, yeah, no, I think no, that's the no, rye. That's goes Bravo. I just is like a. A, a bittering hop. It's not really a flavor hop. Yeah. But, r- yeah, I, c- I, could, I could definitely understand this being called a rye thing. A little rye's in it. That's all right. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's, it's interesting. Captain Lawrence continuing the trend of n- underwhelming us. <laughs> Way to go, Westchester. More like Sergeant Lawrence. Anyway, so, she goes through her training, and she's like, I better check out this bear. I've been to a lot of gay bars, but I haven't <laughs> ever seen one up close. <laughs> And she goes out, and it's a. It, they never say what kind of bear it is. It's probably a black bear, but it's small. Black bears. If are it's the small, bear. it's a black bear. They're like, it's the one time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. I can't believe I didn't think of that. He's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. <laughs> and so she gets out there, and she sees there's a bear in like a big doghouse for bears. With like a big chain and a chain, a chain on a stick, and he's like, "Oh, that top doesn't go with those pants." <laughs> so, and she's he's ashamed. Just, he's just wearing a mesh chain. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like, "All right, bear is there. Better go start logging all the books." Yeah, and she just—it takes her like weeks and weeks to put together a list of the books in this house. There's a lot of books. She's the worst worker, is what it really is. She also is. doesn't really care much. She's disillusioned with but her life it takes and her, her craft. It takes her so long to read the little notes about bears that are tucked into each book. There's a lot of, there's a lot of weird references to bears in all the books. It's kind of strange. The, the guy, Carrie, who lived there, would write little shits down on about paper about bears. Well, there's mythology or the etymology of terms for bear or whatever, and he'd write them down and he'd tuck them into his books. And eventually, she meets uh, who's that name? Old Lucy, or something, right? The hundred-year-old woman who's like a Native who American or Native Canadian. I don't know. First Nations. First Nations, right? And they're like, "What do I do with this bear?" And she's like, oh. "Hey, hey, shit with the bear." Yeah. Just the- take a shit next to this bear, and he'd be like. Great, we're friends now. You do your morning BM next to a bear. And, and she's like, that's ridiculous. And she does it, and the bear is her friend. 
but she takes like a little shitty one, like you know, and well, not a very good one. <laughs> and then and she's like, I don't know, I hope that was good enough. And then the bear learns how to open fucking doors and just well, starts I mean, walking the bear into seems the to be, house. The bear seems to have lived there for a long time and was like trained. It's to like do thirty shit. or forty years old. Can bears live that long? I think they said twenty-five to thirty at some point. In okay, the book. well, it's That's still it's creepy. been there a very long time, mm-hmm. and it's very docile. And there's there's it's full of weird references to the bear, like before they actually start getting down and dirty. There's weird references about the bear in slight sexual undertones. I wrote down this line. It was not the only one, but I thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> his bigness, or rather his ability to change the impression he gave of his size, excited her. Oh, yeah, I remember that specifically, actually. Yeah. It might have been the first one where I was like, she's going to fuck this bear. <laughs> <laughs> and that so... big, veiny bear cock. She spends a lot of time organizing everything and uh, writing down all the stuff he's got and hanging out with this bear. And eventually, she has a beer. And what does the bear find, Michael? Oh well, I th- can, can we? I think we actually read it on the episode when we first. When oh, I brought we, the, yeah. we, we need a recap. The bear, she the bear starts coming into the house and just hanging out there, and then she starts like skinny dipping with the bear, and then she's like naked, rubbing her foot on the bear. It's like kind of weird. And eventually, the bear starts just fucking munching her out. And uh, they have those long, powerful tongues they use yeah, for muscular eating anthills or whatever the fuck they do. I don't know. <laughs> those are anteaters. <laughs> I think they do that for fucking bears too, though. Don't they eat like bugs and shit? They eat basically everything. And and eventually the bear gets Including down ass. To- <laughs> <laughs> it gets down to her gooey centers. <laughs> That's what it looks down to. And that is the end of our McKellar sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> this is gooey centers by McKellar NYC. That is. <laughs> Stout with cinnamon and lactose. That's seven and a half percent alcohol. <laughs> and the bear just it licks away her tears after she comes, which is really funny. But actually, I do want to talk about those later because there is some dark shit in this book. And it's yeah, not she, just the shit she takes she's next just to the bear. A bear. <laughs> so, Gooey Centers. He tastes the cinnamon, but it's pretty, pretty, pretty low key. Kind of, kind of weak every other way. It's got a very coffee vibe. I don't take it at yeah, all. Yeah, very coffee. It's okay. I bought a four-pack of this, and it was hard to drink the other three, honestly. Honestly, this is not... I, I don't think this is as bad as... It's okay. It's okay. I take it over a lot of other things, but for what McKellar NYC has produced, this is kind of a meh. Yeah. Okay. That's a great name. <laughs> That's all for that we this, need. For this book. That's 100% all we care about. That's all we care. They got some all skin in the all game. We care about. Or some... <laughs> some some weird bear dick coming out of its cartilagin cartilaginous sheath or whatever the fuck I don't even know what that word was. It's got a it's got a bone dick. Like there's a bone in there. Yeah. It's like a that's why it's called a boner. Do you have a bone in your boner? Don't know. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I'll show him the biggest boner he's ever seen. No, but you don't. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about fucking d- bear dicks. Okay. Uh, so You chose this book, Michael. I did. This is your ta- fault. You've been talking about this book since this began. Uh, I regret nothing. And also, I'm going to say, I think it's probably going to end up being the best written of the three books. Oh, oh hundred, by a lot. A hundred percent. It's actually this well is written, written. This is written by a real author. Yeah, yeah. it's actually not bad. It's, it's not just bad. weird. It's just, it's bizarre. 
So she fucks this bear, or the bear fucks her with her tongue. It, it, yeah, it chows down. And she, she, yeah, they spend a lot of time together, and she's getting eaten out by this bear every other day. And at one Writing point, down books. And at one point, she hit. feels guilty. As she feel, and so she decides to. It's like, this is actually a crime. And then <laughs> she. Well, not in Canada. She decides the to. Bear can't consent. <laughs> she decides to go fuck Homer instead. Well, no, he comes on to her. But first. Not yeah. literally. That's much, much later. Like, they. She finds she's like it's actually not a long book. It's only 120 pages, so it's still but, not. But that long. after a, a long time of hanging around, having the bear eat her out, and not doing much else, Homer, who's been checking in on her periodically, she calls not him, checking on her period though. No, actually, there's a point where she has her period, and the bear licks her quote assiduously. <laughs> was that the word was the term? Yeah. Um. So that's graphic. Yeah. <laughs> So um, Homer is helping her, and Homer's a man who's married and is older than you don't really know he's how married, old he he's is. married to Babs. He has nine kids. He's so and I, I did write this down. Uh, he's trying to he's trying to like fuck her. She's like, "No, nah, dude, you're married." And he's like, "Hey, I'm out here on this island, you know, helping you with stuff, moving trunks around." And what happens to on my, Bear Island stays like, on Bear Island. To my wife, there's no difference as if I'm fucking you or just moving stuff for you. It's like, I don't know if that's true, Homer. I don't know about Canadian I don't know, women. I don't know how things are in Canada, but that does seem odd. It seems extreme, but you know they have an, they have an arrangement. And maybe at the same time, his wife was fucking an otter or something. Who knows? But the, <laughs> she, um, Lou invites him over or asks him to help lift these old um, trunks, trunks full of stuff. crap out of the cellar, and she puts on bear a bear doesn't have thumbs, he can't do it. <laughs> and she puts on a dress, like a flapper dress from the 20s or something, and her tits are spilling out of it. And he's just like, I'm gonna fuck you now. And she's like, No, I'm the bears, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't bear it. <laughs> oh, yes. She could. <laughs> but she's like, You're disgusting. Let's just be buddies and drink this whiskey here. All my tits are out, and you're horny, and like that's cool. We'll just hang out and not talk about it. It was a really weird scene. Yeah, it was like you didn't invite me over here to just lift trunks. It's like yeah, and like, but I then did. I wanted you to take down your trunks. But then she feels bad. But and then like, two chapters later, yeah. two chapters later, she feels guilty about the bear, and it's like uh, maybe I need a human. And then literally goes to find him at his place in the middle of the day, and his wife is tending the store. It's like, hey, where's your husband? Oh, he is out back. Okay, I'll just go see him. And then they fuck. Is his bear... With his a long bear cock. Mm-hmm. He has a long cock. He has a long naked... He, he never has that weird long naked cock. Because <laughs> oh. the bear is apparently not naked. It's got a little shirt on. I don't know. <laughs> it's got fur on it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, oh, does it have fur? That seems, that seems not right. It doesn't seem wrong. It does. It also seems wrong. They lose in the woods. They have a very chilly penis. But it sticks inside of his cartilaginous sheath. <laughs> Speaking of cartilaginous sheaths. Should have this beer? Yeah. <laughs> Good segue. Oh, this beer is called... Careless Island Affair. Careless Island Affair. And it's about this lady getting, getting thanksgiving out by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> this is from McKellar NYC. Uh, this is a Imperial Indo Pale Ale with lactose. Like 
You know, I'm going to say, this is really good. This is fucking banging. Yeah, this is, this is really good. I could drink 11 of these and not notice I was drinking. Yeah, this is, this is a good strip. I like this very much. I'm going to drink a lot of it. There's a picture of people on an island surrounded by sharks. And, uh, not bears, in case these, these sharks are, these shark fins are just bear dicks coming out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> so we've gotten through most of the plot of this fucking book. We actually have one more beer. I gotta get out of that fridge. We have but. one more beer, but so let's just rattle off the rest of the plot to bang it out, you know, cause it's, <laughs> As they do. she gets banged out by a bear, but well, the bear never gets a hard on. She's because like, she's she not a, the right season. Because she's not a purse. She's not a bear. Oh. Well, that too. And it's not mating season. And she's a lady. He's a bear. So it's really he's just <laughs> licking some tastes. She's got some funky from well, he is He is a meat eater. <laughs> there is a line where she talks about eating food. Like, oh, I tried to grow this, and then just says, "I need meat." <laughs> she does need meat, and as did the bear. And then the bear. Uh, the bear's just licking her. It like licks her tits and her armpits. It licks all over the place. But it's nothing's as good as that vulva. It's it's chowing down. Which, you know, the bear is a giver. That's nice. You know, it's not yeah, selfish. Well, he, he doesn't have that like uh sentience for like, hey, you're gonna blow me now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my turn. <laughs> and uh yeah, will I eat this picnic basket? <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Oh, boo boo. <laughs> That's another part where she is rubbing his asymmetrical balls. It's yeah. He's like, that, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bear lady, not a bear. <laughs> I didn't know balls uh, were asymmetrical for bears. Uh, who the fuck knows? I don't know much about bear dicks. <laughs> I didn't do any goddamn research. She had to look at the, the Britannica or some shit because the Wikipedia doesn't exist about, about bear dicks in the 80s. Does it exist now? I'm sure it does. <laughs> Bear dicks. So the ending of this book is she's like, hey, I'm tired of second base bear or third base. I don't know what base that is for bears. Bears probably play like, they probably play like the other sports, so they don't know understand baseball references. Lacrosse, it's Canada. This is lacrosse or hockey. This bear has been going off. This bear has been going off sides right. all <laughs> season. It's, in a, it's been in the penalty box. <laughs> you no, know, it's been in her penalty box. <laughs> Something, something, hat trick. Okay, so then, <laughs> I don't know the fucking hockey terms. So... He's been looking at red wings. She's like, that's it. I'm going to fuck this bear. And she tries to, and the bear scratches her a little. She's like, oh, shit, this is a bear. And she's like, nope, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, the bear, like, claws her back. And she she's gets bleeding. full doggy in front of the bear. She's like, come on, bear, have at it. And he's like, mount me like a bear. And he's like, all right, I'll try, but all of my fingers are knives. <laughs> <laughs> this was the exact ending of Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> and so he tries. and he, Inspired he by this he, book. He, he somehow does not d- kill her accidentally. He just like scratches her with like a bruise level welt. And she's like, nah, son. It's like the ending of First 50 Days of Grey. He's like, I'm, not to, I'm, I'm down for this. But immediately upon trying, she's like, no, dude. And she leaves. Yeah. And then she, go to bed, bear. Think about what you did. And he's just like... He's <laughs> <laughs> a Wookiee, yeah. Uh, was yours better? Yeah, I was also a Wookiee. <laughs> I was saying, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a Wookiee. <laughs> and then she gets on a boat and leaves, and the bear set, looks at her, and she's like, she didn't expect the bear to look back because he's a bear, and he didn't. 
But the bear, the bear gets taken away by the that old, in, you know. Well, she just leaves town. No, the First Nations lady and her her son. They're like, we'll watch the bear for the winter. That old lady who was like, you got to shit next to that bear. She fucks that bear too, one hundred percent. That's all. Yeah, it's totally. She smears I, peanut butter on her coos and just like bear go to town. But or honey because it's a bear, I guess. Which honey was, was of, the one in the just bug, a bunch yeah. of Lou old, also did that a bunch yeah, of yeah. old bees. <laughs> <laughs> so. But they, they put the bear on a speedboat, and they're just like, we'll watch your bear. And they go, like, what? They put the bear on a boat. She gets on a boat, and the bear stays on the island, I thought. <sighs> no, dude. No, they take the bear away also. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, because she, she still has to she clean up the at bear. the house. The Native American guy and his old bag, they take, Lucy. They take the bear. Okay. She's 100, yeah. Right. And, and then that's the end. And so in the end, Lou decides to retreat from the bear. And she got sprayed in the face, just like Michael did. A microphone really took a beating there. Covered in bear spackle. Bear spackle is a new trendy term. He's just shooting some bear drywall into her. Oh, God. Drywall is not a <laughs> liquid thing. Uh, what a dry. Isn't that what drywall what is? Like. <laughs> just laying some fucking sheet cock. This is Retreat by Offshoot Beer. This, is a, double, this is a hazy double IPA. This is quite nice. 8.5, something like that. I can't really tell. It's in that tiny print. I think it's 8.5. I'm going to believe you. There's jellyfish on it. 8.6. Okay, that was close. It's almost a 5. This is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of peachy. I also see the brewery, though, as a label on the side. Is that who also makes this? Off What? The brewery, oh. the label for the brewery, the California. Oh, it says from your from your friends at the brewery. I don't. So know. So is this like another brand is of it theirs? Collaboration? I don't know. It's called Offshoot Beer. So maybe it's like a subsidiary. I don't. Well, this is understand. a very different thing than what the brewery usually makes. They usually make Belgian style beers, brewed and canned by Offshoot Beer in somewhere California. Oh man, I was pretty close. It says plus. Placido Domingo, California. Placentia, not placenta. It's Placentia, California, right? Am I reading that right? It's so important. It's bottom we line. have to get this. But right. I, just, I want to make sure it doesn't say placenta, California. It's placentia. I hope it does. Okay. It's placentia. So, what does the brewer usually do? They we've had like mischief. Like the Christmas beers. Yeah, we had the five golden rings or something. We had one of those. Eight maids of milking, but they don't do hazy double. No, no. no. Do you, I think it's like logistically that it's, it's it's odd to start a separate brand for another. Some people do it. Um, um, what's it, which call it? Stone. They have like an entire separate branch that is just arrogant bastard now. It's its own brand. Okay. Yeah, for business reasons, they're like the Radiohead. You know. What does that mean? Radiohead sets up a separate LLC for every album. So every every aspect of their business is separated from one another. So money does not affect one each other. That sounds complicated. Well, they have a team of accountants, so they can do whatever they want. You could just name your price. Then they, they did that they never did that again. That so this is Bear. This is the book Michael's wanted to do since this podcast began. I think so. There is actually some shit like this is a quote unquote. You know. Um, oh, this is a literary book. She's a damaged person, Lou. 
Oh yeah, it's a, it's, it, this it's is a given real away book which in, is just full of weird shit. But it's it, the damage part is given away in these little throwaway lines that you don't realize. Well, she like fucks her office boss. That her all boss the time. fucks her on the desk all the time. She mentions that her former boyfriend made her get an abortion, and then she's also just filthy and laying with a bear all the time. Like she's gone kind of crazy. And the fact that when Homer bangs her out, he's like. Being alone too long makes people strange. He says it like four times to her. Yeah. That's why he's looking for some strange. Oh, well, yeah, he was looking for some strange. But she's a crazy person. Like She's not stable and not well. And that I think that's so what makes, She fucks a bear. <laughs> that aside, I think yeah. that's what makes this book kind of literary, as Nate was saying. Like, also, there's ma- stuff well, there. Well, Marion Engel is a real author. This is her... Her most famous and provocative novel. But she, I, I, I looked up stuff about this book earlier today so I could remember it. But she made a, a, a union called the... Uh, Bear Fuckers Local. It was like writers... Local 69. It was the Writers Union of <laughs> Canada. She was like trying to make like a union of writers. And she had all the meetings in her house to like try to make a union like thing happen. And she wrote this book to try and raise money to keep the union going. And a bunch of real authors in this supposed union group started churning out, like, shitty porn books solely to raise funds to keep the union going. That's why this happened. That's why unions are not always a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) There's some drawbacks to them. (laughs) This is number one, was Bear. (laughs) And she, you know... She sent this out, but surprisingly, no one wanted to publish it. And then she said, fuck it, I'll make it a longer full book. <laughs> and still, no one wanted to publish it. But then they eventually did. But, uh, yeah. It couldn't bear not to. It couldn't. It was controversial for its time. And it still is. Very much. I bet it's a smart book. Like, there's a lot of stuff I did not get. It's very, very well written. It's, I'd say of ba- of books involving people fucking animals. This is the this is the best well written book of any of those. Pretty good chance. But there's all sorts of like references. Like at one point, she tri- uh, Trelawney, the poet. I was thinking of like a fucking divination teacher. That's a name of an 1800s British person hmm. who hung out with Lord Byron. Yeah, this is like it's like a real book that just and happens Dumbledore. to have a, have yeah. like 25 percent fucking bears. But the, the rest of it, like, there's all sorts of stuff that I feel like if I did research, it would be very if clever. If this bear had been an island guy that she like found herself, you know, through this thing, it would have been a completely different work. It would How not Canadian have been as famous. Stella got her groove back. Yes, though, like the reason we're reading this is probably because you saw it on the internet. At of some point. course, I did. And I, mean, this, I didn't see it on the table at my local Barnes and Noble. I look it up. Bear fucking books. in 2014, the paperback cover became an internet meme. Like here we are. They saw this book and they found clips of it and like, what the fuck is this? And so a lot of people started like rereading it, you know, but forty years after it came out, and they started making reviews of it. It made the list of the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation's 2014 list books that make you proud to be a Canadian. <laughs> 2014 National wow. Post Review this by Literary books no, Emily M. Keeler called syrup. the book the best Canadian novel of all time. And the autobiography of Wayne Gretzky. 
And <laughs> critic Aretha Van Herc, in an interview with CBC Radio's O program, called the novel a quintessential Canadian book. So apparently Canadians Canadian. fuck bears. <laughs> because everyone's just like, yeah, this is a Canadian yeah, book. This is our thing. We definitely fuck bears. Margaret Atwood said it's a strange and wonderful book. Real people are invested in this book. It's absurd, but it's a real thing. And we have gone on the journey together, gentlemen. I mean, I must say, I am disappointed. She did not actually ever fuck the bear. The because bear every, every view is just like, she fucks a bear. She never fucks the bear. The bear tried she tries. to fuck her. The bear tried she to fuck used her. the bear. She used the bear, but the bear has no sense of that, so it's okay. <laughs> it's also rape because the bear can't consent, but... Eh, it's a bear. That's the bestiality argument, Michael. <laughs> you and the Welsh are on one side, and everybody else is on the other side. That's fine. <laughs> I'm always fine with my back against the wall, as long as I have a sheep in my lap, <laughs> as the Welsh say. I think it's a saying over there. Yes, that is. It's a weird fucking book. And oh, it's very frankly, weird. Frankly, like, if everything was it just substituted... It's the, it's the prettiest weird book I've ever read. Yes. It's a good way to say it. Very good way to say it. I didn't love it. There's a ton of there's a ton it. of books this weird that are not written well. Yeah, and this is the best one. Mm-hmm. I found myself only reading one or two chapters at a time because I'm like read it and most of the beginning, even more than the more than half of the beginning is just just kind of build up. But I was the whole time I'm like foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> a climax comes later. Nate. It, it does. But still, there's nothing really about the bear. She doesn't even like get into the bear fucking part till it's really three quarters of the way through the book. For a book called Bear about a lady fucking a bear, there's maybe half a book about not fucking a bear. <laughs> Most of it is actually not about fucking the bear. But still, I was only I was reading only a couple chapters at a time because I was like, oh shit, oh fuck, I know this is this is so weird, this is so strange. But most of it isn't strange until the end. Yeah. So who should read it? Should anyone read it? Everyone should read this book. It doesn't take I'm long. Gonna, I read I'm going to make this statement right here. I'll die on this hill. <laughs> everyone should read this book because it's fucking ridiculous. Something for everyone. There is like some nice, well-written prose in there. It's got some like interesting really, allusions, some literary references, and also there's some bear fucking. <laughs> and if there's something for any for everybody in those two things, I don't know what to tell you. I, can't, I would rather I can't you read that. this than many classics. Oh, yeah. Most classics tend to not be that great, actually. It was more interesting than most, more interesting than most classics. Yeah. Definitely more interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, I have a lot of questions for my Canadian friends. It's the Canadian, Marion Engel is the Canadian Jane Austen. This is Hyde and Prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> Can't think of another. Sh- her other books are garbage. Anyway, Denim and Densibility. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Bear Suasion. <laughs> North Banger Abbey. <laughs> anyway, um, it is worth reading. It's short, it's weird, and you'll be like, what the fuck did I just experience? If your first thought is, what the fuck was that, then... Then you, you fucked a seek, bear. Seek help. <laughs> you have seek fucked help, a bear. But, you know what? If, if the bear parts weren't in this book, it would be still Not a very well-written book, because no one would know about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally forgettable. But it's a, it's a strange I saw. Journey. I did see one thing that was the, it as the end of second-wave feminism. I was like, all right, I don't know what that means, but sure... <laughs> 
I believe it. Because <laughs> I don't know any better. <laughs> when women succumb to the bears, they really lost the fight against men. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I suggest it's it's a short, easy read. It's weird. It'll and it change will you. fucking stick with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be thinking about it a hell of a lot more than you think about a lot of other books. You'll never forget. Oh, no. Well, I guess uh, in the meantime, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc, as in Bearcock. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And if you want to buy us a beer so we can keep reading these fucking books and explaining them to you so you don't have to read them, go to Patreon. Yeah. It's under Drunk Guys Book Club, most likely. <laughs> Probably. Because like we're so good at this. <laughs> and leave us a review wherever you're listening. That actually helps us uh, a great deal. Uh, it's, it's, you know, if you could bear to do it. It's, we it's couldn't bear if it was less than five stars. <laughs> yeah, just round to five stars. And if you want to give fewer than five stars, then just, you know, don't do that. But thanks to the people who, who you know, aren't dicks. And also check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.